Alright everybody, this is the Golden Go Podcast number 6. This is the UEFA Champions League with uh, Ricky and... Carlos! Carlos Gomez. And uh, we're going to be talking about uh, about the Champions League, which kicks off in August 7th, right um, next month, which, you know, in, in like three weeks. So the teams that are the, the, they're in, the, in the Champions League right now is Atletico Madrid, Red Bull Leipzig... Atalanta, PSG are qualified to quarterfinals. Real Madrid, Man City, Lyon, Juventus, Napoli, Barcelona, Chelsea, and Bayern are all looking to move on to the next round um, after not finishing the second leg. Um, so, you think who do you think might come out on top of all of this? Well, you know what? Bayern Munich is actually looking very good. They're very dominant right now. Um, I think really they're the ones who are like the favorites and they haven't slowed down since the whole pandemic started. So I think they really got a chance of moving forward. Coutinho's even playing very good. Um, you got a very good team playing right there. So ultimately I could see Bayern Munich taking it this year. I don't know. I mean, I can agree with you that I do think Bayern Munich can win, but at the same time, uh, Bayern Munich are the favorites, but I also think Real Madrid could possibly do it. But at the same time, um, we consistency is a factor, but also resting as well. Like, do you think these players are gonna have the same mentality going in into the Champions League as they did in the league, despite us having like a huge, you know, a big break advantage? I think so. I mean, if anything, I think Real Madrid has been very inconsistent this month. The, ever since the pandemic started they I mean the yeah but they didn't do it in a convincing fashion I mean yeah they won they stuck it out there was very some I mean I'm not trying to be um, biased or anything but they did there was some controversial calls with them so that ultimately yeah. led with vic- to victories mm-hmm. and but still even if that if you even take that away Real Madrid just didn't look convincing and heck I'll go and say neither did Barcelona so I mean, that that to me does not make them favorites. They're not playing in the convincing way that we're used to seeing these two teams play. But if you had to, because, I mean, obviously there's bar controversy going on. Do you really think Real Madrid have a chance to go through? No, I really don't. I mean, I think they could definitely can beat Lionel, especially because um, the fact that the French League stopped playing but isn't Liam playing against Juventus? Oh right, just right, Juventus. Um, sorry, the first leg is against. I think it's Real Madrid. I mean, against Man City, isn't it? Yeah, it's Man City. And I mean, Man City's been playing, there, but see, look, Man City has not even been dominant either. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I I could see him advancing because Man City is not adva- not been playing in a convincing fashion. But I also can see them not winning either. I mean, they did lose the first leg to Manchester City 2 on the first picture. And, you know, the next picture is coming up soon away from home. So, Are they going to play in Manchester? Or are they going to play in Manchester? Okay. But at the same time, is there going to be any fans? Will there be, you know, possible trouble? Of course not. But I'm not, I want to say Real Madrid do have a chance. Maybe because they are they are big favorites, especially with Zidane on the team. I, but 
in my opinion, I actually think this is going to go as a 0-0 tie. These two teams are not convincing at all. Not even Manchester City. Especially, yeah, Man City recently in the league haven't been doing so, haven't been doing so well at all. I think they, they, they got lucky a couple times, but now that they're going to have a huge break, I mean, a huge break, not a huge break, but like a week off break a little bit, and, and when they resume the, the Champions League, that may be well rested enough for them to actually hit back at Real Madrid once and, and think about it too, um, Manchester City does have a preseason no wait no no they don't even have that never mind I, I scratched that i thought they were in the fa cup final but no arsenal is actually going to be in the fa cup final so ultimately yeah these two teams are basically going to be evened out um i just they don't convince me Manchester City does not convince me neither does real madrid i think and it's one of the things when i said that once Zidane joined the team as the head coach he has not done anything special with that team like it's been nothing special it's all what we've seen before same like the difference now being that Ronaldo's not there but ultimately I didn't see anything special there was nothing tactically done that was different I mean to be fair you can say he's nothing special but at the end of the day he has always given them a trophy almost every season he's been there well, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to say that he hasn't won the trophy, but I'm talking tactically. Yeah, tactically. He he has not done anything special. The point is to win. To be fair, maybe they don't play attractive football in your opinion, but at the end of the day, you do want to be winning trophies. You know, as a club, as a team, you want to win the. Right. Yeah, you do want to win the championship, but ultimately, this is where also tactics come into mind. You have. He hasn't done anything special. Oh, uh, he hasn't done like anything. Like I haven't seen any new lineup. I haven't seen any new style of play that they're playing. Again, Real Madrid is not convincing. They're not. I mean, I think the biggest mistakes that Don Dale was coming back to this team because it's they're boring. They're not convincing, and honestly, in my opinion, their soccer's not good. They barely, the only reason they actually won is because Barcelona's having issues too. I mean, you can to be fair, I mean, Real Madrid has had their issues too, but they're able to stick it out. Like when you have a player like Zidane and a manager that someone has always been focused on, you know, winning, getting the team together, and a tough mentality attitude. Um, you can say they're disorganized, but they're way better organized than what Barcelona is. So. In terms of the situation right now, are they really though? Real Madrid have their stuff together much better than Barcelona has. I mean, to prove, I mean, to prove my point, there is they just won the league despite. But look at all the financial issues that they've also been having. Gareth Bale right now is a big headache for them. Oh yeah, definitely. And then you got James Rodriguez, who Zidane just doesn't want. Um, and you all think and think about that too. Like you think things are chaotic in Barcelona. You got a head coach who's basically telling their teams, their players. I don't want you here. He did that with um, James Rodriguez. He He's made it very vocal how he does not want Gareth Bale. Sergio Ramos almost got sold, got sold to China at the beginning of the year only because he just told Florentino Perez, sell me, but I ain't going. And Gareth Bale did the same thing. He said, you can sell me, but I'm not leaving. So ultimately, I mean, that to me shows you right there that they're, they're not any better than Barcelona organizational I mean, structure. I mean, let's face it. The team for Barcelona is falling apart. They got rid of Arthur and replaced him for an older player. And they still have managed 
to I mean that transfer hasn't fully happened yet, but the player the locker room is bad and everything. They like, can say you know, uh, Zidane hates his players. He can say that. At the end of the day, he still got the trophy. You know, like like what do you want like? Yeah, he got the trophy, but the situation isn't any better. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, like, they're not playing convincingly enough, and you're playing for a head coach that doesn't want you there. Of course. Eventually, you're going to take that into consideration, and that's why I don't see Real Madrid taking the final. I think eventually they're going to fall I mean, off this one. I mean, you can say that. I mean, you can say they have their locker rooms of stuff, you know, really bad and everything, but at the end of the day, the results got them to win the trophy. I mean, so does Barcelona. They're a way bigger mess in terms of the board as well. And they have been getting unconvincing results way worse. Like, if, do you I want, agree with you. Like, do you want to win or do you want to lose? I agree with you. But ultimately, I just don't think Real Madrid has what it takes to win this one. Not this one? Not this season? No. They, don't, mean, they, don't, have the, they don't have the style. And ultimately, they're missing the key, key, the key to win. Ronaldo. Even though they won the league, I will give them that. But Ronaldo was the one who was literally bailing them out. Because the, the, you even have to admit that there there were times in the last three years that Real Madrid should have not been in that final. Of course, I'll and, and Ronaldo was the one that bailed him out. Yes, but guess what? He ha- he hasn't been at Real Madrid for two seasons, so they progressed from that, and now they have Karim Benzema leading them with goals, as well as Sergio Ramos leading them from the back. Uh, yeah, I don't know what you've been watching, but I've not been not seeing that team. I've been seeing a team who's definitely has a lot of holes. They're Benzema. Oh, they do. Has not been playing at a good level. R- Ramos has been shown up, but ultimately, this team is not playing a good style of soccer they're that's going to get you far. They're not playing good, but they, mean, they still have their stuff way better than what Barcelona has to show on the pitch. I mean, we both of course they that. do. They of course know, they do. I mean, they got the results, but at the end of the day, now that the season is over, they can now, you know, realign and reassess what do they have to do, hoping they can get rid of a few players to get rid of the dead weight. You know? I, I just think that they still got a lot of reconstructing oh, to do. Well, they do. Both no, teams. Oh, they do. They do. So yeah. I don't think... I think we've got... We're going to see these issues underlined in the Champions League. I also don't want to say Bayern Munich. I mean, Bayern Munich does have a chance, as always, but they always choke in the semifinal. So, like, could, could it be that, like, you know, they have such a great squad, squad where, like, they already have the expectation to win in the semifinal, but they choke? Do you think that could happen? Anything's possible in these games. I think we've seen it all before, but I think... Bayern Munich has proven that they're hungry this time around, and they're really on a hot streak right now. I mean, and it's about also getting the hot, hot at the right time. Look at Liverpool last year; they got hot at the right time, and they took it. Bayern Munich is getting hot at the right time. They always do, to be fair, but they always choke. We're about to find out. We'll see what happens, but do you think PSG has a chance to go through? Part of me wants to give them that shadow of the doubt, but then again, though PSG hasn't been playing enough competitive soccer. They haven't been playing competitively. They do play friendlies, but at the same time, it's not really the same thing because no one walks into a friendly game with that mentality of just like you know, I'm gonna win. I want to win. You know, right? Like they're like in that. You can tell in that team they're a very hot-headed team. Right. So I mean, and I just I don't know. I don't think. 
PSG is gonna make it. And, I mean, and who are they facing against? Uh, they're facing Atalanta. Atlanta. Atlanta actually has been doing really well. They've been. They're I, pushing above their weight. Yeah, they've been the shocker. I think this year. I would definitely would not be surprised but, if they made it all the way but, to semis. But between those two, who would you say? You know what? I'm going with the underdog. I'm going with Atalanta. I'm gonna go with PSG. I'm going with Atalanta on that one. I think they've been. I think they're they're carrying a big chip on their shoulder. They're playing with the chip on their shoulder. I think they're. I think that what what's going on right there, is that they're tired of being pushed around by the big Italian teams and they're trying to prove themselves. And I think now that they've made it so far, they're playing great. I mean, not that PSG isn't, but ultimately, I think they're playing at a. They're, they got something to prove, and I think sometimes that's. And, and look at the, and look at this thing. They got nothing to lose. Atalanta literally has nothing to lose if they. Because if they get eliminated by PSG, then it's expected. But if they win, they shock the world. If they win. If they, they can win. do it. But I think PSG does have the great advantage because they do have a strong midfield and a great strong forward. Although, can they keep the mentality of just getting focused, you know? Despite them you know, having some friendly fixtures behind the scenes and everything, we don't know what's going on in their minds or what's going on behind the scenes. But they can actually get their stuff to get if they do get their you know shit together and everything um i do think psg might go through they do have a good midfield atlanta i'll give them that but i would say psg goes through because of their strong um forward i and i see your point but i think atlanta's got a few surprises right, i think i'm going with atlanta on this one because they have been flopping as of late in the in the league They've been flopping in the league, but uh, Atletico Madrid has been doing actually good in Champions League for the last few years. Yeah, I mean, those are two, two separate leagues, but at the same time, it's just... Do you think they're going to be able to carry that that mentality to, to the Champions League? I think so. I yes. definitely think so. I think they got something to prove. I mean, Real Madrid isn't that great right now. Barcelona, well, we've, you know, we've talked about their issues here for, like, weeks. So, ultimately, I think Atletico Madrid, um, they've made the Champions League final of, like, I want to say three times out of the last five years, maybe even less, maybe two times out of the last five years. So heck, right then and there, it shows that they're hungry for it. They've been, they've been on there. They've been consistent. So I mean, I think they just need that little bit of shove extra to make it. I mean, I have them in the final. Mm-hmm. It's my prediction. I have them in the final. So I think Atletico Madrid definitely is playing with the big chip on their shoulder. Mm-hmm. I think definitely they could make it all the way again and definitely try to take it. I don't know. I don't know. I was. I would. I want to write off Atletico Madrid, but in terms of the first leg, um, that hasn't been finished. Um, who would you say is gonna go through with all these teams? Real Madrid, Man City, Leon, Juventus, Napoli, Barcelona, Chelsea, and Bayern. Who would you say? I definitely got Man City over uh, Real Madrid, and I don't think Man City is or Real Madrid are gonna win the game. I think they're just gonna not do damage to each other and go zero zero. And Real does have a really hard tactic, but if you think about it, Man City has been doing well defensively. They don't have a good back line. I mean, Eric Garcia, their young center back, has been doing well on his mm-hmm. own performances, but will it be enough? Because, I mean, to be fair, Benzema has been scoring the goals for, you know, Real Madrid, pretty much their main man, reliable man. But I think Man City has the advantage because they're able to pull off something good like pull up a result like either a draw or 
just a win. Everyone's yeah. your win. If they could just hold on to that. Yeah, and plus they're playing in Manchester. Yeah, so I mean, they, I mean, I can't say they have the home advantage because they don't have the fans. <laughs> I don't think they're going to have fans at that time. But I, I would say Man City go through... Although I want Matt Rummage, I want Rummage to go through, but in terms of what's going on behind the scenes, I would say Man City does have the advantage. Yeah, and plus, um, even if you don't have fans, it, you're still playing in your home stadium, so you do want to defend your home turf. Yeah. Well, what about Leon and Juventus? I'm kind of iffy on this one because Leon um, has definitely shown some strength, but again, same thing as PSG, French league, they're not playing competitively enough. Yeah, I haven't seen any images or any stats that they're training, they're playing games behind closed doors. If anything, I've just seen they've been training, but I don't know anything else besides that. So I would yeah. say with Ronaldo being consistent and has a lot of goals right on Serie A, and the Champions League is his middle name, <laughs> he might be able to pull either him or Juventus might pull out a result to actually go through the next round, I would say, Juventus. My thing about that one, though, is Mauro Sarri. I know that he's had some issues with um, Ronaldo. So I know there's a chemistry breaking. I know that they've even announced that it's either Sarri leaves or Ronaldo leaves. Um, so I think ultimately that can cause them some problems. But honestly, I like Juventus on this one, too, because, I mean, I'm a Dybala fan to begin with. But I just think they're just better offensively. And ultimately, also, Leon. It's not playing. So yeah. that that does bring a factor at the end. Even if you're playing friendlies, it, it does bring a factor. Cause I, mean, I, I mean, I'm assuming that Leon will get a, a few fixtures in before they go in. Mm-hmm. But who really knows? Um, is, um, is it, when does the Serie A end? Uh, Should be more prepared for this. <laughs> Serie A fixtures. So, when do they go through? I know they're one of the later leagues that finishes because they started later. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, so they end August 2nd, literally a week before the Champions League starts. Yes. And, and uh, Leon FC. So, hmm. So looks like yeah. So Leon has been playing behind the scenes fixtures, and they played against Celtic, and they won two one. So they are playing behind the scenes game, behind the scenes game. So, but they have been playing against Scot- uh, Scottish teams. So. It's so I would say I would say Juventus goes through because they have been playing actual competitive fixtures. Mm-hmm. And they're playing till a week before the Champions League, so yeah. they're gonna. They're going to be carrying momentum for a while. But now what about Napoli and Barcelona? Barcelona is not convincing me. Like, see, I wanted to pick them as my sleeper for the Champions League because I started seeing the magic with Griezmann and Messi and Suarez. But part of me also thinks that's a fluke that these two, this D3 started getting things going because they started playing well together for like two games. Um, Griezmann scored that nice chip shot, and then Messi finished up uh, with the goal. So did Suarez. So MSG was born for a little bit, but Griezmann ended up finishing the season injured. Um, so he was in Napoli. 
I'm going 0-0 tie. Barcelona gets eliminated in penalties. I'm going to say Napoli goes through. Yeah, I'm going. They have a week before their fixture. And to be dead honest, I'm like, if we're going to, as a Barcelona fan, I've always been said one thing as a soccer fan. Why are we going to the playoffs? So we're just going to get embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> now, Chelsea and Bayern. Bayern going with a 3-0 lead. This is a really tricky one. Because Chelsea is coming up, up the ranks. They are. But they, they are a young team. You got to keep that in mind. So they went into the first picture, to the first leg, you know, without knowing what to expect. And they were able to pull through in the in Group A just barely. And to play against a big team like Bayern with a young squad and versus an experienced squad, I don't, I don't see them going through. But look at this. That team has drastically improved after the whole quarantine. Oh, yeah, they have. This isn't the same Chelsea team Bayern faced a few months back. It's the same team on paper, totally different mentality. Yeah. Frank Lampard, he's changed this team for the better. And see, I was one of those when I hugely criticized Lampard when he started. Because I felt that he wasn't doing anything, like, good. But now he's really changed his team around. Christian Pulsic, who I literally thought was going to be the biggest failure of Chelsea, has turned things around and is producing for this team. He's gotten it. To, he's got it together. That right there is huge. When we thought, everyone thought he was a fluke. Mm-hmm. I think Chelsea can ultimately give Bayern a run for their money. I picked them to be my sleeper. I think if. The final that I picked, in my vision, I think it's Bayern Munich, Atletico de Madrid. I still think Chelsea is my sleeper. I I wouldn't be surprised if they pull the upset on him. I'm going. My head tells me Bayern. My heart tells me Chelsea. Are you sure? Because Bayern has been really, really good. It would Lewandowski firing from all cylinders. I would say Bayern are the better team in this. Like they got more experience versus a young team. I mean, yeah, they're going with the with the new mentality, but at the same time, it's just. You're going against young kids. You're going against it's men, men against boys. So, but then again, though, they got nothing. Chelsea's got nothing to lose because if they get yeah, beat, they if they get beat in the Champions League, it was expected because it will look who they were facing. If they go and they do it, if they go and they turn it around, you they shock say, everybody. You can say that, but it, you know, mom, you know, the press is building up. So I would say Bayern go through. But you make your case for Chelsea. I made my case for Bayern. But now moving on to the next topic. Manchester City are back next year after they were able to win their appeal. Now, Manchester City do not deserve to be in the Champions League because of breaking financial fair play rules. But here's the thing. If they found anything wrong, so why give them a, a, a fine, you know? Yeah, the, I found that that one was pretty weird. It's kind of like, you we you didn't do it, but we're still kind of slapping you in the wrist. Yeah, so it's just what's what's going on with this, you know? And plus, the fun was pennies to shake uh, once here. Well, I, I feel they try to make an example out of Manchester City, but they failed at it. In a way, like, you know, basically in a way saying, like, you know... We, we did what was wrong 
but we're not gonna say it's wrong but we just don't want people doing it so we're still gonna kind of like slap you on the wrist so you don't do it again which is to me is still kind of like so they are guilty but you're just not gonna punish them at all yeah yeah so honestly Manchester City do not deserve to be in the Champions League at all in my opinion a lot of people a lot of the Manchester City fans from what I've seen are very happy but also pissed at the fact that they've been shamed and everything I mean they should be shameful for literally breaking financial fair play rules and at the same time it's just how the hell like we both agreed like how the hell do you get fined but not be found guilty like what's the point it's like me saying you know you didn't run the speed lights, but I'm still going to give you a ticket. Exactly. So, it's like, this is a very slap you in the face for every soccer fan at all. Like, even Gary Neville said that UEFA has been curled for many, many years. I have said this, and, you know, this isn't surprising to me at all. Even multiple managers, including Justin Mourinho, said, uh, this is just a disgrace. And I agree. Like, you know, if they did something wrong, punish them. It's okay. Make an example set an example but really this to me is just like getting him away with it and just we're going to slap you in the wrist just so that we was, say we look good there's a similar good. situation with um i think real madrid and uh psg because i mean chelsea already went through their yeah chelsea thing, but at the same time how come these other um you know football powerhouses didn't get any punished so this is just that's just very very odd to me dude, that was two years dude that my team had cannot couldn't sign anybody at all Two years, we were stuck with the same team. Yeah, so honestly, this Manchester City thing, the worst decision ever happened. It, you know, they don't deserve it. They don't deserve to be in the Champions League at all, so disgraceful, honestly. I, I definitely agree with you. It's so like, come on. And we're seeing similar things happen in the Mexican League, but we're not surprised. <laughs> oh, there, like that. But, um, that's totally different. But a Champions League prediction. So you said Bayern versus Atletico Madrid. Possible sleeper, Chelsea. Or maybe Barcelona. My predictions are Bayern versus Real Madrid, um, and the sleeper will be Leon. Now, I'm very confused on my part because it's just like I made my case before, but I'm like coming in is just like I don't know. Leon has been playing European fixtures, friendly fixtures against Scottish teams, but is that enough for them to really make it through against an Italian powerhouse? I don't know. What's 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 your say on my prediction? Bayern versus Real Madrid, and the sleeper is Leon. I definitely agree with the Bayern part, but I still don't agree with Real Madrid. I just I don't see them making it that far. Uh, even though they won the league, they didn't win it in convincing fashion. And there's at least when France won it, like you would, I like I said it, France. When France won the World Cup, it wasn't pretty, but they got the job done. It wasn't fancy, but they got the job done. Uh, with Real Madrid. It wasn't pretty, and they barely got the job done. So, I mean, it was more like, uh, kind of, sort of, really, what's going on here? Like, it's not like, but there's been know, years where, like, you know, I've seen Real Madrid play, and, like, okay, like, you know, they're definitely the more dominant team. So, you don't see Real Madrid making the final, but you do see Bayern in the final? I do see Bayern in the final. I just don't see Real Madrid there. Okay, and what about Leon? I think Leon can... Definitely make be a surprise. Yeah, definitely. I think they could be a surprise. I mean, I doubt that the fact that the play that they're playing uh, Scottish teams might do them any good, but ultimately, it is a European fixture, so right, it might give them the benefit. It might give them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, and heck, they might surprise us all. 
who knows? I mean, it's a, right. And again, it's just about getting hot at the right time. Yeah. Liverpool did it, got hot at the right time, won the Champions League. Um, to be fair, they have been doing really bad in their own league. Right. But hey, if they could get hot right now, why not? A lot of teams have been coming back hot ever since the whole, we wanted the quarantine and the thing stopped, the league stopped. Maybe Lionel, Lion, Leon is that one team. So I keep trying to call him Lionel for some strange yeah. reason. But um, now your predictions is Bayern Munich and Atletico Madrid. So make your case. Uh, well, Bayern Munich is just playing amazing right now. So there's just really, there's very little case to be right there. I think Atletico de Madrid, uh, what I like, like about him again, and I've said this in the past, is that El Cholo Simaone really plays to the team's strengths. And if he could just continue doing that, I think he could definitely make the final. Because he always beats Bayern Munich. I don't know if you noticed that, but he always beats them in good fashion. Because he knows how to play them. And see, and that's the thing about people, what people really don't like about Cholo Simeone and about Atletico Madrid. He is not going to beat. He's going to make you uncomfortable. That's what he likes to do. He is not going to try to do anything fancy. What his th- When he goes in there, he's going to make you uncomfortable. And if you beat him with your style, cool. But if he can disrupt your style and take advantage, that's how he wins. He disrupts your style. He disrupts your game. And then he scores. And then he just takes a quick bite. And that's it. You're yeah, done. Because the Champions League does become his powerhouse. Definitely. Like his, 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 like, his tricks. Like, like he can underperform in the league. But he can surprise a lot of people in the Champions League. Like it's amazing how we see them as an underdog at times. But... Maybe, I would say, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, but maybe they can actually pull through to a final. I think so. I think they're going to be taking advantage of, you know, the quarantine and everything after what happened. I think they're going to try to take advantage at least of the Champions League. Maybe yeah. maybe their focus wasn't the league. Definitely. And also, I think ultimately, too, is that they, they've gotten rest, and now they can take advantage of one game's. Just it's one game, you're in, you're out. Yeah. So I mean, if Cholo Simone again disrupts the team, he wins one zero. He's advancing. And he does. He does. He is the type of person to like spike you in the first game. Like he he does do things to hurt you. But at the same time, against any team against Ronaldo, to be fair, that's unless he faces Juventus. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I but, think. But I think at I like the end of the day, I would say I would agree more with your predictions with Bayern Munich versus Atletico Madrid because Simone does like to. Disrupt and everything. So I would, I would say, Bayern Munich versus Atletico Madrid in the final. Now mm. your sleeper choice: Chelsea or Barcelona. I had originally wanted to go with Barcelona because when I saw the MSG connection, I thought, hey, you know, this could be something. Maybe after you know in the Champions League, these guys will wake up. And but after what I saw and all the mess that's there, I kind of want to have my hopes up. But I just. I don't know. Right now, I think Barcelona is in too big of a mess. The one team, though, that has really surprised me ever since coming back has been Chelsea. They've just been on a roll. And in a good role, they've been winning games and in a convincing fashion. Like, they're convincing me that they're legit. While you have, a, in my case, that I was making earlier with Real Madrid, they've been winning games, but I'm still not convinced. I'm like, and not me just because I don't like them. It's not their soccer's not convincing like they've been in previous years. So I think Chelsea's playing a legit game. They're winning in convincing fashion. And I think ultimately they may be able to surprise Bayern Munich. 
and maybe not beat them fully. Let's say they don't do it, but I can definitely see Chelsea making it very, very hard for Bayern Munich. And this is actually, to me, the one game everyone needs to be paying attention to. Yeah, I mean, this is a powerhouse versus a bunch of young kids with the, you know, a changing mentality and trying to be, you know, a proven team that, you know, hey, we're a young team, but we can actually do it in the top level. Definitely. But not only that, if Frank Lampard is able to continue to do what he's been doing with this team and they're able to make Bayern Munich uncomfortable and start showing their weak signs, a lot of teams are going to want to take note. Because if he, let's say he does a turnaround at 3-2 to two and they still get knocked off. If he's able to score two on Bayern Munich, he's exposing them. This is the one game everyone needs to be paying attention to. Because I think Chelsea is the one that we might be surprised with in this game and say, that was a lot closer so, than we thought. So you would say more Chelsea as a sleeper than Barcelona? Oh, heck yeah, definitely. Right now, definitely Chelsea more as a sleeper because Barcelona has too many, just too many internal issues. Right. They played good, I mean, this last weekend, but it was against Deportivo Alaves. Yeah. So it's not like they played a good team that definitely you can say, oh, it's, they win in convincing fashion. But... They do it much better. Part of me... Still wants to believe that Barcelona can surprise us, but part of the realistic part of me is like, forget it, dude. Like you know, we're just expecting them to just like get out, get it done with. That's it. You know? And part of me wants them. Part of me just wants them to be one and out at this point. Like, especially with the whole thing going on with the board, gives them more reason to like just get the heck out of there faster. Mm-hmm. Understood. Now we got breaking news for today. There will be no Ballon d'Or this year. No, so, no. The worst time for Robert Lewandowski because the expectations were on him this year to win it. Yeah, definitely. Especially like there was nobody performing at a definitely at a higher level than that. I definitely believed that maybe this year we were going to see something different at the Ballon d'Or, but it's officially been canceled. But who would you say who was going to win though? Which I mean, let's let me address that question. Who do you think would have been the winner for this year? I would say Robert Lewandowski. I would want to say Lewandowski too. Lewandowski? Yeah. I mean, people were predicting Messi because of his um, assist numbers and how he's been contributing. But at the end of the day, I mean, they do, it does favor him a lot. I think, but as well, I mean, we can all agree Robert Lewandowski has been a consistent performer, especially, you know, post quarantine and all these other kinds, of, other kinds of things you can say. He's just been the main man in general. Like, no matter how you win the Ballon d'Or, we can all agree Robert Lewandowski was the main person to win it. Yeah, and you know, I, I don't know who was also would have probably been in the fixture at this point, but I'm not even a... I want to look... I would definitely want to say, in my opinion, at least at the top three in Liverpool, definitely had to be in there included as well because look at what they did this year. Yeah. They wrapped up the league like way before we went into quarantine. I I even question why the heck we're still playing the Premier League at this point because they they were just so far ahead, and like right now they just been like they're I mean they're it stinks that they're out of the Champions League, and it's definitely not their fault. But ultimately, it that one quite like really that's like dude what about like Firmino, um, Salah and Mane like they they would definitely be in the thing because in the talks because look what they did. 
this year they've going what almost i think what was their final pointage i think they're almost at 90 or a little they went over 90 and to, before we went into quarantine they were like already like at 81 mm-hmm. i was like what the heck i'm just like so ultimately in my opinion i was like definitely one of those three should have definitely taken it as well yeah i would say it, but i mean it was also, it was also like a prediction that came up that because ronaldo has been consistently performed for juventus as of late he could possibly could have, been country, could have been a winner but overall obviously we can all agree that other players deserve to win it as well but i would say yeah. that Lewandowski is our main man oh yeah definitely he's so, been doing awesome but, lately but i mean it canceled so would you say a lot of players have been robbed of this opportunity yeah i think so because e- even though like you could even make a case for dabala he was big he's been playing like you know Joe, uh ronaldo's the consistent one but he's been playing good too He's been definitely scoring some goals. What about Salah, Sadio Mane? Salah. I'm not saying Firmino was the best player. I, I just, yeah, definitely. I just announced those three too right now because we'll look at what Liverpool did this year. Yeah. They were top. You know, Mbappe could have done something, you know. Yeah. Uh, who else? Who else? Um, I mean, Benzema was in the short list. I, I would definitely would want to include Suarez, but like you know, he was out for most of the majority of the league. And but look, he came back strong. So yeah, especially Chiro and Mobile from Lazio. Yeah. Uh, who from Inter Milan? I would say Lautaro Martinez also should. Oh heck in. yeah, dude, Lautaro! How can I forget Lautaro, man? He's I, doing I fucking good. He could have been a contender. Oh, yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, I would say it's unfair. Oh heck yeah, definitely. I mean, despite what's happened. You should still have a winner like who who performed despite what's going on. Of because course. Post quarantine, we still saw what happened. You know. Yeah, and a lot of we saw a lot of teams struggle. We saw a lot of teams do good. We saw a lot of teams stay strong. So ultimately, I think this is this should have just continued to definitely give them something. These players something to fight for. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But yeah, I mean, that leads us to that. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. So this is Ricky. This is Carlos. And this is the Golden Girl Podcast. We're signing off.